love, love, love Christmas. Some of you guys, you like Christmas because of the food. How many of you guys, I asked you guys this Thanksgiving, but how many of you guys, tomorrow your turkey will be fried? How many of you guys are frying your turkey? Anybody frying it? Yeah, you haven't lived until you had fried turkey. Um, and so we're going to have, tomorrow's going to be good. How many of you guys are just looking forward to the macaroni and cheese? You're not going to lie. You just want macaroni and cheese. Low-calorie macaroni and cheese, obviously. Um, but yeah, we're going to be mashed potatoes and gravy. And I'm, my mom, um, she learned how to cook from my grandma, I think. So I'm having collard greens tomorrow. So that's going to be really good. And I'm just glad um, that we're going to be together this, this season. And we've been in the last few weeks in our church, we've been talking through uh, the nativity scene. And uh, they'll throw a picture of that up there for you. At your house, you probably have a nativity scene that looks like this. And week one, we looked at the wise men. If, you, if you've studied this Luke 2 story for a while, you realize the wise men, they actually missed Christmas. They got there late. They followed a star. They got there when Jesus was a little bit older. He wasn't, he wasn't a baby. He was in that toddler age, you know, maybe 16 to 16 months to two years old. And, and so the wise men, they missed it. We looked at the shepherds. Uh, tonight we're going to look at the shepherds. We've also looked at Mary. We, we love, love about Mary as Mary carried Jesus around for forever. And Mary carried the gift. Mary had God's favor on her life. The Bible says that she was afraid, and she went from being afraid to having God's favor on her life. And we love her story there. And Joseph, we learned that Joseph was a good father. And the reason why Joseph was a good father was because he knew the, the perfect father, and that was Jesus. And we looked at some of the other characters. We looked at the innkeeper last week, and the innkeeper made some space. And I want you to know today, if you make space for Jesus, anything can happen in your life. If you make space for Jesus, anything could happen. This week, Diane and I, we made some space in our, in our life for a couple of different things, and God has provided for us and showed himself to us, and, and um, we realize for a lot of you guys in your day, you're learning to make space, and as you make space, God provides. And if you make a lot of space for God, God can do a lot of amazing things in your life, and we want God's favor on your life. We want God's blessing on your life, and the way for that to happen, the key ingredient to having God's favor in life is to making space and letting God do the work. But tonight... I like to look at the shepherds, the shepherds. And the shepherds, if you know anything about shepherds, they're not, um, if, you, if you studied shepherds, which you probably haven't because I didn't either up until today when I was going to talk to you about the shepherds. But if you think about shepherds, the shepherds were the, they were the outcasts of all outcasts in, in this day, in, in, this, in this time era, in this Luke chapter 2, we're reading the story. They were, they were politically, they didn't, even, they didn't even get a vote. They didn't really, their, their vote didn't count. They were that low. And, and, and socially, they weren't hanging out with people. Um, so they were socially outcast. They were politically, they were outcast. They didn't get a say in the government or anything like that. And spiritually, there was outcast. There was no way that they could have any kind of interaction with God because they were dirty, dirty, dirty shepherds. And so there was no way for them possibly in any, any stratosphere for them to have any kind of influence anywhere they went. The only place they had influence on is the sheep. Not a whole lot of God, that's, that's, that's little, and that's, that's none. If you, only people you can influence is sheep. If I were to tell you today, hey, you're going to have great influence in life. Well, who am I going to influence? You're going to influence sheep. You're going to do a great job at it. You'd be like, dang it. That's not God's favor on my life. <laughs> who wants to just walk around and manage sheep? And even at that, sheep aren't very smart, and sheep don't listen well. So basically what they said was, you're not going to have any influence. You're pretty much just, you're just going to go through life. Are you going to just walk around and moving these animals from left to right, from place to place. And so the shepherds in the Bible and the shepherds in this day, they don't really have a lot of say in what happens. But I want to ask you the question today. And the question that I ask myself is why in the world did the angel appear to the shepherds? In Luke chapter 2 and verse 8, it'll be on the screen for you if you don't have a Bible. Luke chapter 2 and verse 8, the Bible says this, says this, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby and they were guarding their flocks of sheep. In verse 9, suddenly an angel 
of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified, as you can imagine. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Why in the world did the angel of the Lord appear to shepherds? I want to answer that question today, but if I can, I'd like to build a little bit of, uh, a little bit of um, anticipation for you. And I'd like to answer that question at the end, but I want, to, I want you to know that he, he did appear to them. And that's, that part of the story is not to be questioned. We know that he did appear for them. But I want to talk to you today for a moment before I answer that question. Is I want to tell you how they, when they got to Jesus, I want to tell you how they came. Because I think that matters, but you have to kind of look at that before you answer the question why they came. You've got to look at, kind of, kind of, we can look backwards and look at how they came. But when they came to Jesus that night, they went there and they came super dirty. They were filthy because all they were out there doing was moving sheep left and right. And they were dirty. And, and so they, they're, they're closer. There was no, there was no shower. There, there was no clean yourself up really, really fast. There was no go to the local place and get ready and go and see Jesus because they, when they got there, the angel said, hey, you need to go there. And the Bible records, it says, hey, they went there right away. They went to go see Jesus. And they were, they were dirty. I have two-year-old twins, so I know what dirty is. Uh, this past, <laughs> I know what filthy, rotten, dirty is. <laughs> and um, people are like, well, why do you think God gave you punishment? Punish, twins, twins are a punishment for people who commit a lot of sins in their life. <laughs> And so that's me. You're like, man, this guy, he's screwed up. Yep, I am. And I know another one of my friends, Fraley, he has twins, and he has more sins than I do. And so anyways, I know it's a fact. I know it's factual. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've probably beaten you by a little bit, just a very little bit. But I asked my, so I had these twins, and this past week, my wife said, hey, we're going to go to the science center with, um, um, with, with Lee and Lex and Xander, and they have a two-year-old. I said, that's awesome. So that's cool. So we get there, and Diane's like, hey, I'm leaving. I, we went to the, we were there about an hour and a half. She was going to a birthday party, and I was staying there to hang out with um, Lex and Xander. And, and, uh, um, and I was there, and, and Lee, and I'm there. My, my, Diane's like, all you're left with is one kid. I'm going to take the three oldest, and you're going to be left with Trip, with, with Judah, the two-year-old. I don't know their names anymore. I forget them. And um, my Fraley and Brooke are here today. They use a number system, which is way smarter. It's way smarter. Just one, two, three, four. So mine... Um, the, my, my son, the, the, tw- the two-year-old twin, it was just left, it was just me and him. And, and uh, Lex says to, to me and to Lee, hey, they, our kids want ice cream. Seems simple, right? Well, how, big, how, how bad can that be? It's just ice cream. Well, she goes, and I think she picked the messiest ice cream she could find. <laughs> so we were feeding our, I'm feeding my son. I, we managed to make it through lunch, which I had him a, a, a several course meal. All he ate was the Doritos, but the point is I was prepared to give him healthy, but all he had was the Doritos. And as I was sitting there, he gets his ice cream. He starts eating this ice cream, and it's an ice cream sandwich, and he has the, the chocolates caked in his fingernails. It's on his lips. I mean, he's got all over. It's, it's crusted into his jeans. It's everywhere. So I know dirty, but these shepherds, they were dirty. I mean, there was no every day they were getting a shower. They were moving sheep all day long from, the, from, from herd to herd, and they couldn't leave these sheep because their job was to protect the sheep, so I realized today that whenever the angels got there, the, the, the shepherds got to Jesus that night, they were dirty. I also write down this, that they came with their bags. They came with their, they came with their bags. There was, they, they carried around their, their belongings with them. They didn't have a ton of belongings, so it probably just all fit in a bag. And it was just a, you know, you went from one robe to the next robe, and that's kind of how they walked around. Maybe they had different belts. I don't know. If I would be a shepherd, I'd have different colored belts to match my shoes because... 
they're supposed to. But anyways, they, I wonder, they just had a bag, and they had their, their little bag that they were walking around. I have some cop friends. They have, they have what's called a go bag, <laughs> and I love that. But these shepherds have their bag. That's all they have. They came with their bag, and I realized today that we can relate because when we come to Jesus, and, and if you've ever been to Jesus, when, you, when you've met Jesus as your Savior, because as we've, you've been to church a while, or maybe this is your first time, we're going to get to the end of this and realize that Jesus doesn't stay as a baby he doesn't just stay in a manger. He actually grows to get older, and he actually finishes his life on a cross. But we realize that when, we came to, when Jesus came to us and we came to him, we came dirty. And we came with all of our baggage. We say at our church, at a church, almost every single, everyone in here has baggage. You all have it. Some have more, some have less, but we all have baggage. One out of one people in here say have baggage. We say that everyone has hurts, habits, and hangups. These guys came with their bags. And here's a third thing that I wrote down about these guys. They came <clears throat> unprepared. Unprepared. If you're going to announce the Savior of the world and if he's going to be um, brought to you, you're expecting greatness. This is the king. You're going to go see the king of kings, the Lord. You're going to go see Jesus, the Messiah, the, the risen Savior. You're going to go see him. You would think that when they got there, they were going to the Taj Mahal, or the nicest place imaginable, to see this baby, he's being born in a, in a manger, in a feeding trough. Not a whole lot of things going well for this story. Not only did, did they come dirty, not only did they come with all their baggage, but they also came unprepared. They had zero gifts for Jesus. Why? Because they didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a lot of money. There wasn't a whole lot of, we're going to run by the store real quick and grab some gifts and, and bring it. I'm, I'm, I don't know about you guys. Probably a lot of you guys are mostly. I mean, how many of you guys did 60% of your shopping on Amazon this year? 60% or more? You, you guys are, if those of you guys that haven't raised your hand, you're missing out. God designed Amazon for you. So you don't have to go out to the stores. You don't have to go shopping. It was great. I was just like point and click. And I was firing away. I'm like, man, I did all my shopping in three, 30 seconds. This is amazing. But I realized these shepherds didn't have time for no incredible, beautiful, amazing gift. They showed up dirty. They showed up with their baggage and they came completely unprepared. No gifts. That's how they came. But the question I asked you before, before we got going is why in the world did the angels appear to shepherds? And before I answer that question, 500 years prior to the birth of Jesus Christ, the, the Ezekiel in chapter 36, verse 25 to 26, you can read it on your own time or read it later, but they knew that there was a Messiah coming. They heard about a Messiah coming. This was prophesied over and over again. There was a Messiah coming. There was a Messiah coming, and he'd be born of, of, of lowly. It wasn't going to be this great, this great, magical, super incredible appearance. It was going to be pretty basic. Pretty basic. But here's why I believe today that the angel appeared to the shepherds. I believe he came to the shepherds today because he wanted the shepherds and he wanted you and I to know today. Why he showed up to the shepherds thousands of years ago. Because he wanted you and I to know that anyone can come to Jesus. You don't have to get cleaned up. You don't have to bring anything. You don't have to get prepared. Anyone can come to Jesus. You don't have to have any special talents. You don't, have to have, you don't have to have a shirt and tie. You don't have to have these clothes that look right. You don't have to act right. You don't have to sound right. You don't have to look right. You don't have to listen to worship music. You don't have to have your shirt tucked in. You don't have to have whatever it is that you think it is. You don't have to have all that you think that you have to have to come to Jesus. 
But that's what, this is the reason why it's so hard for you to walk into church. This is why it's so hard for people to move into a relationship with Jesus Christ because they think that they're not prepared. They think that they're too dirty. They think they don't have anything to offer. And here's the beauty of the gospel. Here's the beauty of Jesus is Jesus went to shepherds because when the story was gonna be repeated over and over and over and over 2016 plus times, when it was gonna be repeated over, he wanted everyone in here to know, he wanted everyone to know everywhere and around the world that anyone could come to Jesus. No strings attached. Well, Wes, I've never heard that. Well, that's, that's fine if you've never heard that before, but I can only preach to you today or share it with you today or give you this talk today from the Bible. And the reason why I believe he went to shepherds is because nobody would have believed. Nobody would have, if you would have went to the kings and to the queens, if you would have went to the people of high descent, if you would have went to the higher class, then everybody would have thought, well, you can only be high class to come to Jesus. You can if you're first class, then you can come to Jesus. If you're of royal descent, then you can come to Jesus. But no, 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 Shepherds, they just moved sheep from left to right, to left to right. And the Bible actually says that these sheep, these, these shepherds, a lot of times they would, even, they would even lose their life for these sheep. And it's amazing today that Jesus, is, Jesus says that you use, use shepherds and Jesus himself in the Bible is a shepherd. And you and I today, we are lambs. We're sheep and we're not even, we don't, sometimes we don't know left from right. I know I don't. But God wanted you and I to know, Jesus wanted you to know inside that the, that the gift of Jesus was brought to shepherds because he wanted you and I all of us in this room here to know that anyone could come to Jesus. Wes, do I gotta be cleaned up? Nope. Wes, do I gotta change my circle of friends? Nope. They're gonna quit hanging out with you anyways. Um, you just gotta come to me. Last year we went through, last year at Christmas time, we, we talked about being tired and weary and being frustrated and Jesus calls everyone who's tired and weary and frustrated. Maybe you find yourself in that season this time of the year. Tripp and I got in the car this past week and this lady called the church last week during church, Facebook message us. And basically long story short is that she got to Winter Garden and she didn't have anything. Her truck, did, truck got here late. And when she got there, the truck got there late. She'd got, she'd got there late also. She got to this house she'd rented and it was a scam. So she's at this house and, the, and the, basically the company said, well, we can't give you your stuff because you can't go anywhere. So she had to go, they had to take it to one of their places and now she has to pay extra to get it. Anyways, the story just gets, I get back in the car and Tripp's like, why is she crying? I said, buddy, because she's got no beds in that apartment there, there's no beds. They don't have the beds, no pillows. He saw us bring them Christmas gifts that we purchased with our heart for the house offering, that we, we gathered some money up and we said, hey man, we want, to, we want you to know that there's a Jesus, he loves you, he cares for you, he has a plan for your life and we want to help some. We're gonna be able to help her some more in the days to come as everything kind of unfolds for her story. But if you're here today and you're tired and you're weird and you're frustrated or if you're dirty and you're, things are unplanned, things aren't going the way that you're going or you're like, I have baggage and you're a perfect candidate to come to Jesus. Anyone in this room here today can come to Jesus no matter what your background is. Wes, can people in jail come to Jesus that have done crazy, crazy, crazy crimes? Can they come to Jesus, Wes? Yeah. They can come to Jesus. People that, are, that have it all together, what if they have it all together? What if they have tons of, tons of, tons of, tons of stuff? Can they come to Jesus? Yeah, anyone could come to Jesus. 
And then I wrote down the second thing today. And this is so beautiful to me. And I think it's, it, it just shows how much God loves you today. Not only did he, not only does he want you to know today anyone can come to Jesus, but the angel appeared to the shepherds because God didn't want heaven without us. He didn't want heaven without us. We're gonna sing a song in just a moment. It's called What a Beautiful Name It Is. And it's all about Jesus. And this season of our this season of time that we're in today, it's about Jesus. And at this church every single Sunday, it's about, about Jesus. And our days should be about Jesus, and our life should be about Jesus. But in the phrase in the song, it says that he didn't want heaven without us. So God, you sent you sent heaven down to us. You sent in the form of a Jesus, and of, a, of a person named Jesus and a perfect Savior. And he sent down so that we could have a way to be transported back up to heaven with him. And that transportation device is a person and his name is Jesus and he died on the cross for our sins so we could go back to heaven with him. So Jesus came to shepherds because he wanted you and I to know that anyone could come to, come to him. And he also didn't want for you and I to, he came down to this earth because he didn't want to be us to miss out on heaven with him because there's gonna come a point in our lives where our life's gonna end on earth. And as soon as our life ends on earth, we actually step right over into eternity. Every single one of us, we're gonna step right over into eternity and Jesus wants to have you in eternity with him. That's what he wants for you. That's why the Jesus came. That's why Christmas and that's why Easter and the resurrection three days later. And the Bible says he's coming back again to take all of those who realized they were one of the any ones that could come to Jesus. So I'm going to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes.